Oh, you know what that sound means, right? That sound means we are about to come at you with another episode of Can Host, the podcast. In fact, episode eight, an even number, which usually means it's going to be great. And it totally is tonight, but I'm not going to tell you why just yet. But we've got some really good guests. So thank you for joining us. Um, This week, we are not going live. So if you're listening to us, you are on things like Spotify and um, iTunes and all the other things you can listen to on. One quick favor, please give us some kind of rating. It makes me feel really good about myself when I check it on the regular. Um, But yeah, welcome to this episode. Just to recap on last time you would have been hearing us, we had an episode called um, Can't Host Can Travel where we spoke about travel in the LGBTQIA plus space. Um, One thing that was really great about the episode is how many people got in touch with me and the page to talk about things they would have never thought about before. Um, The Give It To Me Straight segment we do most weeks, which we're not going to be doing this week because we've got a bit of a different feel, but um, that's always a little bit of an eye-opener. And we had so many messages through saying how people would never have even thought that people outside of the straight world have to think about and do research of where they would can go on holiday and feel safe so i'm glad everyone took a bit of something away from the episode that was the plan i'm your teacher you're welcome all right we are recording today's episode on the 18th of february which means just four days ago was valentine's day And we were going to come at you with this episode called Fantasy in You Here, where it was going to be about what people do for each other on Valentine's Day. But I had a little bit of a change in heart and realized it was more kind of, I wanted to focus more on self-love and what people do sometimes to make themselves feel a bit better about them and celebrating yourself. So it took a little bit of a turn and I was very, very lucky to lock down two of the busiest artists, performers, celebrities if you will um in brisbane we've got them together with us tonight so tonight what we're going to do is have a bit more of a conversational feel so not like a set section of okay talk about this um we're just gonna have a little bit of banter hopefully we've already been chatting for about half an hour before going live so our first guest joining us tonight is mr joel Devereux. Hi, Paul. Hi, how are you? Well, very healthy, how are you? Oh, very healthy too. Very when my healthy. family tell me I look healthy, I get offended because it usually means, oh, yes. Paul, you've well, gained a bit. Well, I'm very healthy. I'm always healthy. It's the best way to be. I agree. So thank you for coming on. My pleasure. Yeah. And then we've got the amazing Lila Lux joining us as well. Hiya, how you doing? Very good. How are you? Good, I'm good. Literally fresh off a plane. You landed what time yesterday? Uh, I don't even know. <clears throat> Last night. That's how fresh it is. I have fuck all yeah. voice, so yeah. yeah. In, in fact, we all, like today we was kind of playing it by ear a little bit, but you're an absolute trooper that you are. You've got here, we've got you some, we did have iced water, but we recorded in Brisbane, so that, yeah. that shit melted away. That's ago. so fun. And I'm just bringing some like extra vocal fry. Yeah, we love it. Have you love got that. a singer or anything in the next few days? Or? Thank God, no. Thank and God. like, thank God for everyone that I'm not singing because that would be a disaster. Well, you do know, because I'm from Billericay, like James Corden, we do kind of carpool karaoke, but just here and we just sing towards the oh, end. Or? Okay, so we're totally fucked. Yeah, yeah okay, good, great. good. It's yeah. the best way to yeah. be. Yeah, we love it. So welcome to the Can Host family, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm, I was very excited when you guys said yes. We locked you in probably about a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this was, I was, I've been counting down the day, so I can't thank you enough. Um, tonight's episode, as we've spoken about, is called Fantasy in You Here. And um, you guys were my inspiration. No, you guys were. <laughs> as soon as I thought of what I wanted the episode to be about, even then it took a little bit of a turn since then. Um, 
was really glad Joe actually did come to you when I first asked you on and we had a little bit of a message sesh and you made some recommendations as well. So um, Yeah, one of which was Lila. So oh, hey. yeah, thanks for coming. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm gonna leave and leave you guys. To- <laughs> no, I'm not, no, I'm totally not. So um, as I said, what I think tonight the best the best podcasts are where you have a group of friends sitting and chatting and really wanting to join in the conversation, which has already been happening since I met you guys downstairs here. Oh, by the way, we're at the Wickham. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're recording at the Wickham upstairs next to the bar. Just a reminder in case I forget to say towards the end, um, the Wickham in Brisbane or Fortitude Valley are hosting Big Gay Day on the 8th of March. It's a Sunday. So many tickets are selling really quickly. Um, I think the first release and second release have sold out. VIP have sold out. Everyone is here for a whole day full of entertainment. As I say every week, the host is really why most people are buying tickets. Ah. <laughs> no, it's not really. I am hosting it. But um, yeah, if you are listening, you haven't bought your tickets yet, please do. If you're listening to this after March the 8th, you missed out. But we just might be bringing you an official Big Gay Day post- podcast as in Big Gay Day meets Can Host. Yeah. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. Obviously, I will be promoting the shit out of that if we do get to do it. So um, Can Host a Big Gay Day? Yeah. Right? I'm sure you're not the only one. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So if people listen to the pilot, they get that joke. We're still expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. inspiration. No, but it's good. People will be hosting or travelling or it gets gross. Transient beings. At the Wickham. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, Fanta seeing you here. Now, as you mentioned, we wanted it to be a little bit about self-love. So, Joe, I want to talk to you first a little bit about what you do as a photographer and then what you do as a producer of all of the shows that you've done and you're the best person to talk about those things, obviously. So can you tell us about how you got your start as a photographer and then your first few projects or projects if Australians are listening? Yeah, sure can. I was originally a painter throughout school and then I went to university to study uh, entertainment industries and the producing side of things. I met a friend uh, Lillian Lace in 2013, um, who was into the burlesque scene. So I was like, great, cool, let's go to some shows. Started getting around a bit there, and um, an opportunity arose for us to produce a show at the Manhattan Club um, up on Wickham Street, uh, which became Vanguard Burlesque. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which we did launch in late 2013, I'm going to say, um, up until the end of the next year. And... Um, so that's kind of where I got my start in burlesque. And uh, we needed images for the poster. Mm-hmm. And I had previously uh, done some photography at school. Like, my entire, entire like, final portfolio in high school art was all photography-based. Mm-hmm. So, and then I did, dabbled in it in um, uni as well. And then I thought, well, may as well give this a go. Turns out people really liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, just a bit. And, yeah, just a bit. And then I just kept photographing... Uh, the gals for the posters and kind of expanded into uh, some more like painterly work, some more boys and then that just kind of never stopped and I'm still photographing, you know, I do promo Mm -hmm. shoots for posters all around Brisbane and Australia really, so that's kind of where that started and uh, they kind of went hand in hand Yeah, and they still do thankfully and then that kind of progressed more into the drag scene Mm -hmm. um, post 2000 and uh, 17 is when I started producing drag. I had been involved with the drag scene previously as a resident social photographer at Fluffy for three and a half years. 
And yeah, that's kind of my little existence, just taking photos of um, drag queens and performers and burlesque artists still and boys on the side. Well, yeah. kind of a little bit of an empire though, right? It's done me well. Yeah, uh, it has. You're, as I said earlier on, I wasn't just kind of blowing smoke. Yeah. Very busy. Um, it is, yeah, I'm a, I'm a full-time photographer and have yeah. been for like over three years now. So yeah, just getting into it. Um, I mean, I, I am a good hustler mm-hmm. and I attribute a lot of my success to how I can hustle and the platform that my friends and all have provided me um, in Brisbane. And I love it here and it's great. And we have a lovely little creative community and yeah. Yeah. Thanks, friends. I think... Well, I don't think I know. One of the talents I would say that you have is you're so creative and I think that a lot of people would assume that when you're, you said, you know, doing boys on the side and we've had DVRX, JD Raw. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I follow you on Insta and I know you quite often do that, ask me any question. And one of the questions I have seen you get a lot is like, what would you like to do next? And you don't really have a limit, which I think why it's so important to have you on tonight's episode is that you don't have a set look. I've seen guys mm. and girls who look, come in all different shapes and sizes as people do. And you've just got this real talent of making them feel comfortable during a photo shoot. And Lila's not in, I know she agrees as well. Yeah. That... You have to build up a level of trust with your clients. Are we call them clients. Uh, subjects. Subject. Okay. Oh, because it's art. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hashtag art. Because art. art. No, yes. but it's, so do you? And I'm not to asking you to give away your secrets, but that can't be easy for you to do. Like I've done my headshots in front of you, and you know I look like a stunned giraffe in front of a camera, but <laughs> I That's, love doing. Don't them. say that about my friend. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, don't say that about giraffes. Yeah. <laughs> don't say they look like you, you ugly bastard. Oh <laughs> You're next much longer, you freak. But if you are like a beautifully retouched giraffe, if Joel hey. was shooting. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. You just but get some good lighting, get a good subject, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, well, I come from, well, the burlesque community originally, mm-hmm. um, which is quite like, well, if I have to use the word like body positive, you know what I mean? And I've like, uh, I used to be painted like I did like life drawing at uni and stuff. So like I think I would like my work to hopefully reflect uh, the broad community that I operate mm-hmm. in, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily go out and be like, oh wow, my work's inclusive because when you put like a label on it, it's yeah, yeah. kind of I am inclusive, but when you put like a certain label on it, it kind of has a weird kind of like clapping along a three-legged horse connotation. You yeah. mean, like, we mm-hmm. include everyone. Like, well, I don't actually include, like, everyone. Like, I want you I want confident, amazing people of all shapes and sizes who want to, like, fucking rock a shoot and let's fucking party. You know what yeah. I mean? And I love that attitude. I love people bringing a positive attitude and I can work with that. And, like, even if you don't have, like, the most, like, hyper-confidence, like, we can get you there. Like, I'm mm. quite, I would like to think, an approachable person and let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, I want to achieve the best work for everyone involved. Yeah. And I love that. And thankfully... I'm in a scene that fosters uh, like pretty heavy support towards each other, I would like to think. I've had quite a positive experience in, like, as a quite a white privileged uh, gay male, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, just by raising, you raise yourself up by raising others up. And thankfully yeah. I'm in a position where I'm able to do that through many facets of my work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. So what we might do before we make... Not all about you. Like we will bring you back in as well. <laughs> totally. But we've already started talking about the burlesque scene, so I think why wait until we've had more of a chat to bring Lila in? So sure. now burlesque. Um, mm. There are a lot of people. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about mm-hmm. it. People that haven't seen a burlesque show before. So how you've got an amazing career. If you've not already checked Lila's um, 
socials out, please do. And like, I'll put links up to some stuff you've got coming up. How do you get into it? Is that a really cliche question? Is that a question that makes you cringe? Okay, good. No, I I prefer people ask how to get into it rather than just saying, oh, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. That's not for me. Oh, I couldn't do that. Uh, The fact is everyone can do it. Everyone aged 18 and above Mm -hmm. can do it. Uh, But anyone with any kind of body, any kind of experience or no experience or confidence or no confidence can absolutely do it. And the easiest way to do it, Brisbane is so lucky. We have multiple incredible burlesque schools, including my own. What's that called again? I've forgotten. um, It's the uh, Bombshell Burlesque Academy. Mm. That's at Bombshell Burlesque on Instagram. Is it? I should probably follow that. Oh, yeah, you definitely should. Mm. Lots lots of content on there. (laughs) Uh, But we have so many good schools in Brisbane. So the easiest way to do is just go along to a class. Yeah. And... We are actually having at the Bombshell Burlesque Academy an open day on the 2nd of March oh, at really? our house, which is free. Oh. And you can come along and just try it. So there's anyone no... Anyone can? Anyone over 18. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. That's a really good point, though. Mm-hmm. So anyone over 18. Okay. Absolutely. And anyone. And, you know, gender is irrelevant. So yeah. uh, size is irrelevant. Age is irrelevant. Unless you're over 18. It's <laughs> um, the only thing. No, no minors. We, we, don't, we don't get on that board. Uh, but everything else, yes, absolutely, everyone is welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think already comes across in, I don't know that much about burlesque, but mm. as a host, I've been at events where I've seen your artists, but well, not your artists, some of them, actually mm. probably most of them were, the most recent one that I've done, and it's just the most amazing thing to watch. And I think that quite often, I think one of the misconceptions is you have to be really confident to be able to do it. Yeah, and no. people probably are. No. But probably imagine someone really outgoing and they can just be the sweetest or quietest of yeah, people absolutely. as well. Yeah. Like I'm, I have a lot of people say to me, oh, you must be really body positive. Mm-hmm. You must love your body and, you know, be so happy to be able to get up there and perform like that. Uh, but I'm, I'm the same as everyone else. I fucking hate my body on some days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact is I can, I can still dance with it. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate it as it is um and you know when you're on stage and everything's jiggling and moving around and people are still cheering yes that that's where the confidence comes from it doesn't come beforehand you don't feel confident before you do the thing you get up you do the show Mm -hmm. and then someone's like that was amazing and you're like oh okay so it didn't super matter that I had cellulite or it didn't super matter that you know my hair didn't set that well or whatever thing is you know dragging you down in that internal monologue today but I think burlesque is just a tool that helps you to turn down those negative thoughts about yourself you know yeah and just adding to that I think you um same with a through line between both of our work is Mm. like Mm -hmm. you have to be the representation you want to see in the world you have to write the book you want to read and that's it bottom line I get a lot of people coming to me like similar thing like oh you must be so confident oh Mm. I wish I could do that and like well then do it you can absolutely do that it may be a bit hard and I know people have different steps in their life and where they're at but like you have to do it like I didn't like a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's true it's true and like I think uh you know similar to what to what Joel has encountered um we, we both work with artists, with subjects, with people uh, that live in a world where we are constantly told what we should look like. We yes. are constantly shown what the perfect body is. And the reality of it is like less than 1% of the population mm-hmm. looks like that. So, you know, why are we being fed this all of the time is the standard. Uh, and, you know, and I'll use myself as an example. I'm, I'm like a standard Australian size 12. Um, which I think is actually a bit smaller than like at the um, national average size. But for me, in terms of like commercial dance or performance, mm-hmm. I would be grossly overweight. Oh, that's so messed up. But in burlesque, I, I perform full time. Yeah, yeah. You know, so 
um, it's very much that making the representation that you want to see. So I was just like, I'm going to do this. And Burlesque is an incredible platform to be able to do that and celebrate what is actually just really normal things. Yeah. There's nothing really really wonderful or interesting about different bodies being on stage, except we have been so brainwashed to believe that they shouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. And that, that's, what, that's what we really reject in yeah. burlesque. That's, yeah, well, yeah. good. Um, thank you for that, by the way. Um, now, again, this is something I think you can both kind of answer as well, and um, I think I'm older than you guys. I don't mean to sound patronising when I say this, as in, like, you're such great leaders. But, um, so Joel, again, as a, not just a photographer, again, everything you've done, you've seen a lot of the performers up and coming, and Lila as well. How do you, what does it make you feel like when you see, so for instance, a someone coming for their first ever Bombshells open day and then flash forward to a couple of years time and they're performing at an event or at Rumble, Joel, Joel, or you have taken a picture of someone for their promo shots and they didn't want to have their picture taken and then it's like, like transformations in people. I think you guys would have seen that it more is, than anyone. It is so incredible. It yeah. is the most satisfying mm -hmm. thing and you know it sounds really selfish but I I enjoy it so much yeah and you know particularly um people who who do come in and they're like oh I'm just going to come and do a class I don't think I'm going to perform you know I don't feel really great about myself uh by the end of like we do little six-week courses I would say 99% of the people that do those six-week courses perform um, because in those six hours they've gone from, I don't know, I, you know, I've never worn a bikini in public, let alone lingerie, let alone take that lingerie off. Uh, but they're able to find a love for themselves and a compassion for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that um, burlesque is, I don't think it does, but it, it's kind of a conduit for yeah. that kind of thinking. And seeing that person who has never done that, and, you know, often I'll have a lot of one-on-one um, -on -one time with people and just even exchanging emails or Facebook messages or Instagram messages and them going from, I'm not sure I can do this, to seeing them on stage and just living their best life and living all of their, you know, concert fantasies mm -hmm. is, is just so incredible. And each performance can be so different too. Like, so I yeah, recently absolutely. posted the um, bushfire relief that Ash one of your ah yes, amazing. Yeah. And just some of the some of them had the crowd in absolute mm -hmm. stitches because mm -hmm. they were hilarious, and other ones had the crowd going absolutely crazy because it was just beautiful. Like, yeah, so many different things. So absolutely. if someone's saying, "Oh, I can't do that," mm. because maybe like. I give like myself as an example. I yeah. would think, oh, I couldn't do that when you said about an open day. Oh, no, However, so I watch good. Burlesque. Yeah. Of, uh, sorry, Burlesque. I think it's a group in Melbourne. Yeah, and I'm like, I would yeah. love yeah. to do that. 100%. But like, I mean, I might come to an open day because like yeah. there is then something Burlesque. There's not a set. No certain set of music you that, would do that's it. The, that's the other thing that I think makes Burlesque really interesting. It's why we we don't have a syllabus. We don't have a national or international standard because we really. Uh, we thrive on people bringing themselves to the stage. Mm -hmm. We're not interested in seeing, you know, 70 different or 70 of the same yeah. jazz dance to different songs. We love people that bring theatre and bring stand-up and bring circus and all of these other elements to their performances in costuming. We love seeing humour and we love seeing parody and we love seeing exaggerated performances of gender and... The more that we have those different people coming in, the more interesting burlesque mm -hmm. is and the more, I don't know, the more all-encompassing it becomes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, what I love about burlesque is um, how topical it is and how it's innately a political statement, mm -hmm. where it came from, mm -hmm. where it's going, how it's developing, yeah. and how often for 
burlesque performances, it is burlesque's popularity can be cyclic, but often its references are. If that makes sense. Like uh, so many burlesque acts I've seen be inspired by train conductors. Mm -hmm. Um, What else have we seen? Many birds. So many Um, birds. Do you love a bird? We love birds. We love feathers. Okay. Wait, what? We've done bears, otters, owls (laughs) on these episodes. I've seen a squirrel act. Um, Oh, yeah, we've got lots of cats. And then uh, uh, Kevin Rudd, Julie Gillard, uh, most famously routine. Um, Yeah, and I love how topical it can be. And it should be a political statement getting up on a stage and taking your clothes off in public is a political statement. And I think it should remain to be seen as such. We had at the the fundraiser that I did... um, Sure, I'm fine to name drop, but Barbie Banks done yeah. oh, a, yeah. mat, a, a, a performance. The crowd loved it because it was about she was being um, Scomo. Scomo Scomo. sitting there <laughs> listening to a real news thing about the bushfires, and we yeah. were there at bushfire relief. But it was done so tastefully, but it was funny and it, yeah. and it was great. And again, it's just something I get you, you can do 100%. So, Joel, with you, um, our get being a well, not the only photographer in Brisbane, but like you do a lot of no, people. the only one. <laughs> you do. <laughs> <Can> you imagine. <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming on. We've yeah, just been cancelled. No. Bye, everyone. Uh, but but you just cut everything else out. <laughs> just like that, that's the podcast. Just Joel saying over and over and over again. <laughs> only photographer oh, in Brisbane. Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> many friends of the podcast. Um, but so you see people come to you, so it gets to the point where someone's career is, okay, I need promo shots done and you would have taken their first ones and then flash forward to some of them a couple of years' time are doing amazing things. And your pictures do get used a lot. Like Yeah, um, they get thrown around quite a lot. Like most recently, I think my greatest achievement was um, shooting Ms. Cracker and then yeah, my photos so being used good. as part of her exclusive DragCon UK merch. That was quite nice. Um, and even like local performers, mm-hmm. like uh, Zealy Rose, for example, touring with Dita Von photos around the world. Um, locally, I've shot... There's a show going on downstairs. The poster uses all of my photos. And I love seeing that. I like my photos being used. Mm. And I like that I have this job to connect with people like that and me be able to help them out in a way that helps them, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, it's very, like, mutual. And I really like that. And I love meeting them. They're so fun. People are great. I remember, so I've obviously known you for a little while. We were always kind of out on the same scene. But I remember being really nervous about messaging you. And I was like, hey, Joel, um, I think I need some headshots. Like, I've got a few gigs coming in. I think your response was... (laughs) Yeah, you're a performer and you do need them for stuff. Yeah. And then I, you actually bent over backwards, I think. You knew I had a really quick turnaround for oh, a yeah, had coming up and fitted me in. And then do you remember, I spoke about this on the pilot, so <coughs> Jody from Joint Adventure that's here, I remember telling you about this. I wanted to have wear a hat on every single one of them because I've always been really paranoid about my hairline and I yeah. didn't want to wear certain things and you were the one saying, can you just take your hat off for yeah. a second? And I was like, no, I can't. And you were like, well, do you wear yeah, a hat to do. your gigs? And I was like, oh, not all of them. And then was happy with the shots. Yes, I knew you would be. You know what I mean? Like, but they're ready me as well. Yeah, you can do yeah. it. But no, and that was what I saw was about the encouragement. So again, this whole fantasy yeah. and you here, I was standing in front of a camera and I forget that people, when I'm standing on stage or at my day job or something, people see me in what I look like. But when you're taking a selfie, it's completely different too. Absolutely. And it was just the making me feel so comfortable doing it. And then, mm. as you know, those pictures got used so much. I came back for a second yeah. show. Yeah. They do get used. I think because we have quite a filtered reality now with all of our social media going on. Yeah. I think... I like to, I would hope to like to bridge the gap a little bit. Like I don't do too heavy retouching. Like I come from a beauty retouching background, but really if you saw me edit a photo, you'd be like bare bones. Like Mm. I I, I always take photos like you on your best day. You know what I mean? Like if you've got a little scratch in your arm, well that's going. But like I see some uh, choice uh, 
photo editing out there. I'm sure we've all seen uh, people abuse Facetune on oh their my phones. God. Do you have skin texture? Do you they love don't. Just having a ghost face with two just little dots, dots. for eyes. Yes, Tintin fantasy. It's so disappointing when they show up for the gig and they don't. They don't look, look like, like a that. Ghost. Oh my god! They actually have like skin texture and stuff on their face. So, I love promo photos of human. people in cars with seatbelts. Oh, that's them very on good. That's good. Very good. That was my first ever promo Are you shot. Kidding? It no, was not. I was in a murder mystery with Brendo, and I auditioned for oh it. Went star now, which led to really great things. But I remember the director saying, "How can I have your promo shot?" And I was like, "Well, I did post this fully hot." Selfie of myself on Instagram. In a car. Yeah. I look alright. I mean, I've got a seatbelt. What seat filter did you use, though? Oh, Valencia. Valencia. This was like years <laughs> yes. Which, um, again, we're talking about fantasy in mm. you here. Yeah. Um, talking about that. So taking a selfie. So people sometimes, when they are the most vulnerable, might chuck something up. I know I would. Like if I think I'm looking a little bit chunky and feel a little bit rubbish about myself for a couple of weeks, I will purposely put up a selfie that I think will look okay in to say, okay, if I've got this many likes, then I probably don't look that bad. Um, people come to you at that point sometimes, so for both yeah, of you, sure. like, okay. Mm. Yeah, I've definitely had, um, uh, I guess, more kind of uh, long-term things. We've had um, lots of students who have gone through huge life changes, mm. whether that's they've had a marriage breakdown or they've moved cities and they, they're using burlesque as a way to meet people uh, or they've, they've had huge changes in their bodies. Maybe they have yeah, lost or gained a lot of weight and, you know, need to find a way to kind of make peace with their new shape. Um, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I've, I've had some incredible moments of uh, students who have been going through things and I didn't realise that that's what they were going through because, of course, it's, it's not therapy. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a, you know, performance class. Uh, but they've come up to me afterwards and said that, you know... Um, that classes have been a highlight for their week or it's helped them get through some particular trauma and that's that's really been uh, incredible for me and uh, it's it's absolutely unreal. Just what, just a space to express that kind of fantasy mm -hmm. thing can do for your real life. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's not something that I ever intended to do um, but it, it has been a side effect of it and it's... I'm really honoured to be part of people's journeys in that way. Yeah. Because in almost every episode that we do, and I always put up, please let me know if you've... I always put I don't know if you see on the pages, I'm sure you follow it because I know you're up to date with the episodes. Very. Yeah. I've done it with everything in my life. <laughs> but, um, you can do so much when you oh, don't sleep. There's 24 years of hours in every day. <laughs> but like a lot of the themes that we put up for episodes, a lot of people come up and will say, okay, but so even with this episode when we spoke about fantasy and you here, one of the comments we got was weight loss equals mm -hmm. this. So um, again, and I know we spoke a little bit already about body positivity and things like that. And Alila, you were saying people have gone through transformations before. Mm -hmm. um, and that is about the self-love. So another yeah. thing of it is doing things for other people and I want as a again Joel some of the stuff mm -hmm. that you do and I love with burlesque do people come to you wanting you to prepare something really amazing for a partner or something like yeah I get that a little bit I've done yeah. quite a few like little couple shoots and like personal portrait shoots um, for people who want to spice things up or mm -hmm. something like that um, or just like celebrate how they are at this moment or like capture a moment in time mm -hmm. big on that um, I, I, I don't do too much like uh, partner-based 
kind of like work if that makes sense yeah. like it's more self loving both together yeah. Or? Yeah. oh no no like it's more people wanting to celebrate something about themselves Agreed. they're not like I'm gonna do okay. something yeah. sexy for my partner I think that whole um, I don't use the word codependence what am I what word am I looking for that whole Doing things with other people is yeah. out of fashion. <laughs> but no, that's a really we don't good, even like people that, anymore. No. People are over. That's, that's a really We're two good Libras point, on a podcast. Let's go. Uh, three. <laughs> three. Oh yeah. my God. No, shut first. it down. Oh, oh, no. oh my God. Cancel. Fit then six. Oh, and then, oh, I never do birthdays. I shouldn't have just said that. <laughs> no one here, no, no one in Australia knows. Imagine if you were like four. I'm a Libra. Okay, yeah. but now that everyone knows our birthdays, we will be expecting gifts because yeah. we're Libras. Yes. Send them to Canada's podcast. Uh, no, what you were just saying about doing things for other people has gone out of fashion. Um, I think so. I, I, yeah. I, I guess from the TV shows that I watch, it yeah. might sound really, really lame. Yeah. But until I learned a little bit more about the burlesque scene, for instance, you'd see so many TV shows back in the day or movies where, for instance, I'll say a woman will go to a lesson and learn how to perform something for it might be a Valentine's Day episode and oh, things like that. For sure. But that, that, yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, we we still. Uh, like we were doing a, a lap dance workshop in a couple of weeks, but I guess it, the framing of it, just like Joel said, is more about self-love. So Which if so if you yeah. learn the moves for yourself and you feel good about doing it, then you can go and do it at home, whatever you want mm-hmm. with it. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love Did you just make that you, up? That is so, so clever. Oh, oh I'm God. very clever. Really I did write, write it down. Yeah, we're going to copyright write write that down. It's, it's good. It's very good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's very that. I, yeah, because yeah. I think a lot of my work is like solo centralised portrait work in studio lighting. Yeah. That's my style. No secret of that. Um, yeah, and I think just celebrating the the, the soul like figure. Yeah. I think my work is very centralized around that. I, I'm happy that people kind of get the idea of like, oh, this is what this is. Yeah, I would like to be a part of that. Mm. Great, you can be. Let's yeah. chat. We we do uh, occasionally have women come in and be like, oh, I'd like to do a uh, you know a pin up. Uh, thing yeah. for my husband or I'd like to learn this for my husband um, and I have to admit I am very open and encouraging to do it for themselves yeah that's you know because yeah. if, if you're feeling good in yourself then you can do whatever you want for whoever you want that's such a good yeah that's such a good point yeah because yeah. I was thinking like again back in the day mm. I think people used to go in like okay so it's my husband's birthday, I'm going to go and do a photo shoot for him and give him these pictures of me, which I'm wearing all these like silks and stuff. If I came home tomorrow and said to Brendan, hey babe, I know it's your birthday. Here's five pictures of me looking sexy. Like, Would he just be like, why'd you spend all this money on yourself? Where's my gift? I'd be in so much (laughs) trouble. And I'd be like, can I just use them for Insta? But you do a great shoot together. Oh yeah, together. I'm about together. I don't know if we we would do that. It's about the journey of the product. We could. You could though. You'd have a great day doing it. It'd be such a good But we'd want to bring all the dogs and then it would just be oh, even right. better. Bring them, all of them, all three. So good. All three, okay. I love yeah. this. Done. <laughs> <laughs> but so. I, I think, uh, I think uh, what you're kind of touching on there is the, uh, particularly for burlesque, and, and I guess for portraiture as well, um, is the idea that um, burlesque is performed for the male gaze. Which is, I think when I sent you some information mm. about, like, so it's come a, such a long way since then. Do you, are there still kind of stoppers or, like, you you're still having to educate people that know this is about yeah. you and okay yeah for sure absolutely um, and, and you know even other women you mm-hmm. know and, and until you really uh, see a burlesque show um, because incredibly it's not the movie I would love to sound like Sharon look like Christina but oh, well, she's actually upstairs she was going to come oh, down for a closer now. number fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing um, that's good she can uh, I'll lip sync while she sings she's and it'll snorting. be fine yeah. oh that's fine <laughs> 
Cheryl do that to people. Uh, but I, I think, uh, you know, people assume that if a woman is taking off her clothes, mm. it's in order to please someone, normally yes. a mm-hmm. man or their partner. Um, and with burlesque, it's just not the case. Yeah. Um, there's a few reasons why. And I'm going to summarise this. As people have written whole, like, doctorates on this, so Google it if you won't get into it. But a few things. Uh, generally, if... Um, you know, let's 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 get heteronormative here for a second. If if a man wants to go and see a woman take off her clothes, they will go to a traditional strip club mm-hmm. um, because if they go to a burlesque show, they're going to see cat costumes and political statements and comedy, and they're just going to be like, why, why is this happening? None of this might actually even be sexy and it's just fucking weird and <laughs> what am I doing yeah. here? You know, like yes. if, if if their goal is to just straight up get off, burlesque is not about yeah. it. Um, we also, we're, it's, again, I'm generalising again, uh, it's often for women by women. Um, so we create these acts that entertain us or titillate us um, or they might be hyper-feminine and it's the expression of that performance art um, and using the art of tease but often to tell a story or to deliver a message or, um, you know, it can be infinite things but it's really about the costuming and about that presentation, Mm -hmm. you know. I've been uh, been in shows where I have been down to, like, the tiniest little bits of clothing covered in Swarovskis and in the front row, a lady leans to her friend and says, I love her shoes. <laughs> and that's what we're there for, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, so, and they're, they're loving, they're, you know, loving the, the moment. And that, for me, I was like, amazing. Mm. I spent a lot of time rhinestoning these shoes. Thank <laughs> you, ladies, you know? That's cool. And, and I think the, the last main difference is, um, you know, uh, if you're stripping in a strip club, it's a sales job. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have to do any of that emotional labour. I get booked for a performance spot. I perform to a whole room, um, and and that that's my job. Um, I don't have the emotional labour yeah. um, that someone working in a strip club does um, with one on one with clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that way, it's very very different. Um, I do consider burlesque stripping, mm-hmm. um, but I I don't uh, pretend to. Um, take up space yeah. in, in you know anyone who does work in a strip club because I, I don't have to do that. Which I think is such a really cool, like everything you've just said there, I know I've been learning as I go, yeah. but it's just such important information because again, I think some people don't know that yet. Yeah, for but sure. But what they also wouldn't know is you've said it's your job, burlesque is your job. Yeah. And it's just still such a big call for it because you, you're busy. Yeah, like, I'm busy. All yeah. across the country. Yeah, so I am, it's I am so, so thankful. Yeah. Yeah, so busy. Well, well deserved as yeah. well. So you should be Thank proud of yourself. You. Don't just be thankful. Um, like you've, you've created that by doing a lot of work in other states as well and doing things true. like the bombshells, yeah. bringing other people up, showing them, you know, this this can be done. So that's yeah, so sure. amazing. Um, which kind of comes into one of the things we spoke about a little bit earlier on. I had a meeting with one of the bombshell students. Mm. Um, students still? Oh, uh, well, I mean, if you're going to talk about the performer, you should probably use a stage name. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lacey. Yeah, yeah, there you I go. I love her so much. <laughs> I did meet her. I love her. Um, I remember being really surprised when she told me that um, for in, even in burlesque to show nipple, mm-hmm. you need to have an adult venue license, which to me at the yeah. time didn't really make much sense. Yeah. I do think that was okay. so weird because guys can take their shirts off. 
But from what you've just but told me... But female nipples are terrifying. Yeah. Have you seen I, one? I, I actually have, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Were you, are you okay? Seen many. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you, too many. <laughs> but I guess at the time I was really... Ta- I got on my high horse. Like, well, that's disgusting. Like, why would you need an adult venue? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a natural thing. But yeah. as you've just already explained now, like, it's so burlesque and stripping yeah. are so different. Well, well, so to, well, should I be like, as shocked as I was or...? Uh, I, I just don't think it's something that people think about. To be hundred percent, no. You know? And no. it all comes down to liquor licensing, mm-hmm. and uh, really? I, yeah, for sure. So um, I'm going to take you right back to like Golden Age burlesque. But those performers, in order to perform striptease outside of an adult licensed venue, uh, they figured out that they could circumvent the laws by uh, covering their areolas with sparkly little spots that we call pasties. We still wear them. So we need to keep um, G-strings on and nips covered uh, anywhere that serves liquor that doesn't have a, they call it a cabaret licence in Australia. Um, So you can... you can show it all if you've got a cabaret license, which is normally in a strip club, or if you're in a theatre mm. uh, where they're not generally serving alcohol while the performance is happening. Um, so, yeah, that's just a little, it's a technicality, but, yeah. uh, you know, we don't want to get fined and we don't want our venues to get fined. And, and you would get fined as a performer. Yeah, yeah wow. that's right. It's, it's our responsibility to do the right thing. Um, but it's uh, become such a core part of burlesque now that even if it, we do perform it in a theatre, um, we will often um, maintain the pasties and juice. Yeah, I was going to say, is it something you really want to do? Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we've, we've turned it into an adornment and art form of its own to mm. make that final layer as interesting as possible. It might not necessarily be sexy, but it might be funny. Mm-hmm. It might be surprising. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we've kind of subverted that idea a little wow. bit as well. I wish there was something coming up where I could come and watch some of this. And I'm only, oh. free, on the 20, I'm only free on the 24th of oh. April, so... Oh, okay. Well, we could start there and work back in case yes, you've got friends. Do. Yeah, I do have so many friends, oh, yeah. So many friends. I love this. There's actually a lot coming up. There a is lot. a lot, There's yeah. A lot <laughs> you guys brainstorming up. when we were downstairs. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going I'm to go from the more recent ones. I think the next bullish thing is Joel show. Rumble. Uh, yes, I have a rumble on the 28th, 28th mm-hmm. of um, February at QT Botanic Bar. Is it the first time there? It is the first time there. Yeah. It is a special event for QT Mardi Gras. It is free. It is the first free rumble and Lila Lux is headlining with oh, hey. the Slaying Mantis. It's going to be great. It will it's going to be filthy. It'll be, yeah, it'll be good time. <laughs> it's at 6.30 in the evening at Botanic Bar it's, and it is it's lovely. It's early. It's free. It By the garden. Get a drink. It's going to be so nice. Come straight yeah. after work. Oh, I, I will. It's literally in the city, right? Okay. Go. Yeah. Great. I'm not even here. Is it casual Mardi Friday? Yeah, can I explain my outfit? All right. Yeah, it's a uni bar. Yeah, it's so fun. No, I mean at my day job. Like, what can I wear that I can also wear to an event? Isn't I'm, that a uni bar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. There's just um, the people I hang out with act like that. So the, there's, there's Rumble. The day after that, there is an event at The Stand called A Bit on the Side, Cabaret and Show, which oh, is also... Yeah. Um, another drag and burlesque. Uh, second of March is the open day at Bombshell Burlesque, so you can come along and check that out. Live we've my also burlesque got, fantasy. Yes, you can. Then we've got like workshops and classes that go for weeks and weeks after that. On the 21st of March, Bombshell Burlesque is at the Retro Bar in Kenmore, which is a cute little that venue. That is so cool. So if you don't like the city, that's fine. No judgment. Come to Kenmore though. Uh, and then it's a really supportive venue too. It's so yeah. lovely. Uh, and then the 24th of April is is kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Bombshell Burlesque by request at the Brisbane Powerhouse, and we are celebrating 10 years 
of bumping and grinding in Brisbane. That's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and Lila and I may have done a little... May have. ...secret little project for that little collaboration, Ooh. which Ooh. all will be revealed. Soon. Okay, but do you want to talk about it now? Because we haven't talked about it anywhere. No, we yeah. haven't, have we? Okay, so we... Well, Lila compiled all of the... Um, every tutor or, like, person who's worked for Bombshells in the past 10 years as part of, a, like, a massive group shoot at, um, what was it, Cametry Studio, who is my photo daddy. He taught me everything. Love him. Um, and we photographed everyone individually, like, Vanity Fair style, mm-hmm. and we have compiled them into a composite of um, basically everyone. It's huge. It's mm-hmm. huge. Uh, we, we, we are yet to release it at the time of recording. However, get ready. It's very good. I'm very proud of it. Dun, dun, and I love dun. what you have achieved. Yes, yeah. and it's going to be available really shortly yes, on Joel's uh, website. Limited edition okay. prints coming soon. Yes. Well, we will um, promote that stuff on the Can Host yes. socials as well. Um, also, Cam Tree Photography, a big shout out. They really, uh, from the hosting event we did for the Bushfires, yeah. massive prize. Incredible. Yeah, it was a, 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 an amazing photo shoot as well. Yeah. So, looking after. Yeah, Cam is show. amazing. Um, yeah, also shout out to KTB. KTB, who does a lot of um, incredible. Uh, work with Bombshells, their resident photographer, yeah. who are two very good duties of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a fabulous working relationship and they, we, I, I know, I just love them so much. We it's, get along so we, well. Yeah, yeah. We, we're really, really lucky. We have like such an incredible uh, fringe, would you call us a fringe community? We I do have a fringe know. community, yeah. We, yeah. yeah. But every, everyone is, is so incredibly supportive. Um, I'm, I'm really lucky. I On this 10-year project, I literally worked with Joel and Cam Atri and KTB um, and everyone is just chill and amazing and wants to work together and, you know, help reach this this great art thing. Wow. And celebrate each other in the process. Yeah. And have a good time and also produce good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Oh, see, Joel had the words when I <laughs> ran out of them. Yeah. That was good. I appreciate you. Yeah, How about it? <laughs> How about it? All right. So before we round up, this might take some time to think about. So, sure. Joel. Yes. Dream... Project. So, so you've done some amazing things. Is there anything as a photographer, director, creator of all things amazing that you would love to do? And Lila, like a gig that you've Ooh. not yet, you've done a lot, but a gig you've not yet done or someone you would work with? I think I want to move oh, more into a creative direction. Like yep. I, I didn't study photography. Um, I My what? degree is in entertainment production. I've never studied photography. Give me back my head. No. Please <laughs> <laughs> um, <Hey>, don't. <laughs> yeah, I think more of like, I'm, I'm a producer as well, and I think I've never really done anything what I, I don't know, just like something like visual. I'm very visual focused. Yeah. I'm not really video based. I don't know. I'm a multidisciplinary kind of like platform thing in the future. I don't, I'm, the thing is if I want to do something, I just kind of do it. So it hasn't been a calling at the moment, but I'm uh, gearing up for stuff and taking opportunities where they come so I think we're very similar like that we're very, no we're goals. very impulsive <laughs> yeah. you don't okay. have no goals we're just <laughs> impulsive and you trust your instincts I do yeah Yeah. it's a, yeah very that yeah. A, a, taking we're both full time freelancers mm-hmm. so yeah what we do I'm, I mean I'm passionate about my job and my work but bottom line at the moment like it is my career it has to make money yeah. and so I'm mindful of that so I think having kind of getting back to more my creative focus where I started in the arts where it didn't have to make money it was more uh, feeling and focus based would kind of be fun doing some stuff yeah I, I like I'm finding that balance between like work and uh, play at the moment mm-hmm. which is kind of a fun thing to play from I'm does happy it, I ha- does it exist does it exist does it who's exist? to know unsure <laughs> but you're also very good too for anyone who doesn't follow you on Insta we it's really good 
I'm not just saying it because I do follow you and you're here, but it's really interesting following you because I've seen you do your projects. So like JD Raw. Yeah, JD Raw. Very yep. fun. Unretouched project. Yep. Yeah. And then you've done the food. What was the food one called? Food porn food was on. a project that I thought of um, based off the food porn hashtag being, um, if you ever search it on Instagram, nothing came up. It was like food. People just like tagging it for like their selfies and stuff because they knew it was like on high rotation like they'd get a bunch of hits whatever so I'm like well what if you just like made it stupid did actual like food porn but what you were actually selling wasn't really porn at all just like suggestive photos of boys in pin up poses covered in food it's like mm. underselling and also misselling but also very consumerist at the same time and then your boy your models in that were totally it was a fantasy oh, it was in good. you here situation yeah thank right? you Brisbane um, yeah. we had a yeah, bunch of great boys in that that was a really good series I loved my little crew mm. for that they were great it was a hundred it took 150 finished images for that over a year and a half it took a long time but I was also like work, was I working at the time I was yeah but um, yeah I did a follow up as well called Food Peen after I someone remember. complained, yes. they that complained. There, there yeah. was not, there was no pain in it, and yeah. I was like, "Well, you did 100 percent more pain. Let me fix that. Yeah. You're only getting pain. Yeah, void of personality. Yeah, disgusting. Covered in food. Did it still sell? Oh yes, <laughs> and that is but the again, worst part. For the people doing it, like, <laughs> I love us. We have no taste. We I'm have sorry. no. no. <laughs> A comment on the human condition. Food pain sold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then for the, again, for the people doing that, what a, like an empowering moment for them doing that, knowing okay, you're not going to see my face. You're just yeah. going to see. It was a very different group of uh, models, for yeah. sure. Like, there were a very... There were also, like, very gender-diverse people thrown into yeah. food pain. Mm. It was like, I don't know, I love being silly. And I, I think I have quite a willingness to look stupid, which I'm trying to channel again if I do a new project, because that was my last, like, major, like, body of work exhibition at Powerhouse for my stupid series. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get back to that, but it was a uh, very silly and good. I like silly. It was a very good time. Thank you. It was a good, yeah, had a good time there. It was fun. Very smelly and expensive. <laughs> yeah, well, like the best things. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we finish up, as I said, we do have a few people who do message in when I tell them the theme of the episode. And a few of the things we got... Um, messages about where people's experience in adult retail now um i will just say now we did have a guest lined up a really awesome guest who's not worked out that they're not here tonight but we are going to bring them back for another episode we think in a couple of months time so i'm not going to focus on those ones but just a couple of things i will read out because i think that you two would have a bit of a stand on hopefully um sure. so one of the things we got were we've kind of touched on i arranged a photo shoot following a big weight loss journey i did it for myself and was really happy with the shots i uploaded a couple of them to my socials and my friends decided to make a few comments like I was feeling myself a little bit too much and I ended up taking them down. Your friends are fucked. Right? Yeah. That's, so that's, that's the bottom line the there. The Your back, friends yeah. are fucked, mate. You need new friends. Yeah, I agree. Like, and anyone who can't celebrate you when you're trying to celebrate yourself is is not on your journey. Yeah. Honestly. Pooch. Bye. Honestly, like I get things like people who are afraid to approach me because of what are their friends will think. I'm like, well, how, are they really your friend? Yeah. Are you doing something that Absolutely. makes you happy? They're like, it's not yucking someone else's yum. It's just like, well, if they're not supporting you, then you're a cheerleader. Absolutely. Get rid of them. It's yeah. like a, a, any kind of, like, even partner, if they're not fucking supporting mm-hmm. you as best, like, they don't deserve you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get rid of them. I've said to a few people before with mine, so, um, and my friends and family never say anything super unsupported, but it will, well, they're never unsupported, but they'll make a joke about, oh, that picture you put up on Insta, you're, you've got your shirt off, you're doing this. And I say to them, look, you'll never look at my Instagram 
if you want it though, it's at Paulus84. No, you'll never, <laughs> you'll never look at my Instagram and see what I'm up to. If you want to keep yeah. up with what I'm doing, yeah. I never swear on Facebook. I never mm-hmm. do this. If you want to be my Facebook friend and see what I'm up to and keep it, because I live on the other side of the world from my yeah, family, totally. that's for that. But Instagram is literally just sometimes what I will just take a picture of. Oh, I'm going to put that one up. And yeah. Also, so. like, you know, for Joel and I, Instagram is, is one long sales pitch for oh, us. Yeah. So, like, you know, my brother is super supportive, but he was like, I had to unfollow your Instagram. Uh, because, you know, I'm seeing photos of my sister, yeah. you know, every day, not wearing a lot. Uh, but he's, he's never been like, take that down, that's yeah. nasty, that looks terrible. He's always super supportive, but was just like, just, just need you to know why I unfollowed you. I love you, but I just don't need to yeah. see it every day. Yeah, totally. And I was like, like, that's so fine. Enjoy people in the capacity you want to enjoy them in. Exactly. Like, you unfollowing me is not like, oh, well, I hate it. It's just like, if you don't want to see that, you might be working, totally get it. Exactly right. It's like when you're being deliberately antagonistic about someone else's, especially body, yuck. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like I'm I'm, I'm all about like a a five second rule, right? If you see something on someone and they can fix it in five seconds, then you can mention it. So if they've got food in their teeth or the tag sticking out or whatever, mention it, go nuts. Like that's a good friend. If it takes more than five seconds to fix, like your makeup is fucked or I think you look stupid in those photos, um, maybe you don't say that. Yeah, no, it's yeah. so true. I think the most common one I used to get is like, uh, clean your mirror. I was like, it's toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I am so grateful that you guys came on. As I said, it's a, I know it's a really big deal for you to take out time to come and join us on a no Tuesday problem. night. So thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to say that you wanted to come on and say or any? Come to my show, Rumble. It's fun. Yeah. Lila's at quite a few of them. Yeah. Hello, Rumble on all social media. And yeah. follow me at DevereauxO yeah. on and just, all social media. Thanks. I think I think just do the thing. Mm-hmm. Do the thing that you want to do. Create your own fantasy. Write the book you want to read. Write the book you want to read and star in it. Yes. 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 Star in it, you know. That's good advice. Yeah. Love it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, We will be coming at you in a couple of weeks' time with another episode. Keep an eye out. We will be letting you know what it is because we might have a very exciting project. I said project. That was Australian of me. Project. Very good. um, Coming up. So we will keep you up to date, but we've got nothing but exciting stuff coming at the Can Host um, podcast. If you do want to get in touch with us, please do. You can email us. If you've listened to something today and you've got some feedback or you want to have a little bit of input, we are at canhostpodcast at gmail.com or on Facebook, Can Host Podcast. Instagram, Can Host host underscore podcast or like we do have a Twitter page but I don't really do much of it so I don't think <laughs> of that thank you so much for listening thank you for the Wickham to having us thank thank you to the Wickham for having us thank you for, to join the adventure for making us sound great and thank you guys for listening I love you goodbye goodbye